Jimi Hendrix, Michael Jackson, and even one of the most beloved poets of all time, Abraham Lincoln, died without planning for their death. Each was young and executing their purpose, and each died unexpectedly. What about you? Are you going to join the list of people known and unknown that have graced this earth with their presence and disappeared in a vapor without notice? Of course you will. Death is a part of the cycle of life. Hey everybody, welcome to the Build Young, Grow Wealthy podcast. My name is Walida Sheree, and I help millennials manage, protect, and grow their income to obtain financial freedom. In today's podcast episode, I will break down 10 questions to ask during estate planning, as well as discuss things you should consider with estate planning if you go through a divorce. If you want to know every time I upload, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review of this episode. Disclaimer, the material provided in this episode should be used for informational purposes only and in no way should be relied upon for financial advice. Also, note that such material is not updated regularly and some of the information may not therefore be current. Please be sure to consult with your own financial advisor when making decisions regarding your financial management. Without further ado, let's get into this. Till death do us part was probably a part of your vows when you said I do. But have you ever considered what will happen to your life financially if your spouse dies sooner than later? Making decisions now about the nature of your estate and how much financial protection your spouse will have after death will eliminate your wealth being dried out by probate fees, which can drag out for years before a solution is met. The objectives of estate planning are used to preserve the generational wealth passed down from generation to generation, to use wealth during your lifetime, and to pass on wealth after your death. I will briefly summarize 10 frequently asked questions about estate planning in today's episode from the book, The 250 Estate Planning Questions Everyone Should Ask by Lita Epstein, MBA. I highly recommend getting a copy for yourself to understand the nuances of estate planning in a simplified way. Number one, who needs estate planning? You need estate planning if you have minor children, if you own assets in multiple states, if you own a small business, if you will have to pay estate taxes, if you have assets that will be divided among your heirs, if you work in a high liability occupation such as being a doctor, if you have a spouse that is not a U.S. citizen, and in the event you become disabled. Number two, what is probate? Probate is when the heirs of inheritance have to prove before a judge that the will that was left or not left is valid. The artist formerly known as Prince, estate took six years to go through probate because he died without a will. What a nightmare. Number three, what are the objectives and process of probate? The objectives and process of probate is to distribute the property according to the will, to pay creditors with legitimate claims, and to collect taxes on the estate. Number four, what are the advantages of probate? The advantages of probate is that it's orderly, it's open to all parties, and it's fair. Number five, what are the disadvantages of probate? 
The disadvantages of probate is that it's costly, it's lengthy, and it's public. Number six, what is a will? A will is a document detailing how you want your property to be disposed of after death. Be sure to check out my podcast episode, The Tragic Life of Anna Nicole Smith, When the Will Backfires. The link will be in the description box. Number seven, what is a beneficiary? A beneficiary is a person or organization that receives benefits from a legal document such as a life insurance policy, will, or trust. Number eight, what is a revocable living trust? A revocable living trust is a type of trust where you can transfer assets to someone else while you're alive, but keep the power to revoke the trust at any time. Number nine, what are irrevocable living trusts? An irrevocable living trust is similar to a revocable living trust. However, it can't be changed once it's finalized. Number 10, what is a property agreement and why do you need it? Suppose you're not married and cohabitate with your partner. In that case, this agreement can be used to detail what should happen to the property that you share, such as responsibility for the debts, household contribution, division of assets, residence arrangement should one of you die, etc. If rapper DMX wrote a property agreement with his fiancée while he was alive, he might have saved her the pain of losing everything after his death since they were not legally married. Check out my newsletter, Building Wealth Without Marriage which discusses what a domestic partner agreement is in better detail. The link will be in the description box. Now let's talk about the worst case scenario of what can happen with estate planning if you divorce your spouse. It's important that you meet with a qualified attorney to discuss the specifics of planning your estate to ensure that your wishes are carried out as you desire. You need to be well-versed in the most strategic methods of dividing your joint estate so that you don't end up paying all of the taxes while he or she enjoys the benefits of your assets. The first thing you'll want to do is assign your beneficiary. During your marriage, chances are your spouse was your estate's sole or major beneficiary. After your divorce, you must designate a new beneficiary on all of your documents and for all of your accounts. The federal law ERISA preempts state laws that automatically remove an ex-spouse as the beneficiary of retirement plans. Therefore, you must remove the ex-spouse as the beneficiary unless you wish for him or her to remain your designated beneficiary. Please note, once you rename your beneficiary, it is possible that your ex-spouse will still retain the rights to part of your retirement benefits that you accrued during the time of your marriage. I recommend consulting with a qualified estate planning attorney to determine how much of your benefits in the state will be designated to your ex-spouse after your divorce. The next thing you'll need to do is divide your assets. During the course of your divorce, you and your ex-spouse must determine how your joint estate will be divided. Take a minute to review a few assets that you will need to divide. Number one, appreciated assets, such as mutual funds and stocks. Number two, real estate, including investments, repairs, insurance, and mortgages. Number three, personal property, such as jewelry, artwork, and clothes. Number four, retirement plans, such as qualified plans and IRAs. Number five, your home, which can be divided in different ways to meet both parties' financial needs. Next, you may want to establish a trust. Many people will create a trust to ensure that a designated trustee will have control over funds after death. 
There are two main trusts that you can explore when planning your estate. The first type is the revocable living trust. The revocable living trust helps you avoid probate by allowing your trustee to distribute your assets according to your outline instructions. The second type of trust is called the irrevocable life insurance trust, which allows you to distribute the death benefit estate tax-free when and how you want, even long after you're gone. Divorce is never easy. It's typically a very long and arduous process as both parties work together to get their portions of their shared assets. If you're going through a divorce, it is important to speak with a qualified attorney who can walk you through all of the tax and asset considerations you need to be aware of to ensure that you receive the best possible settlement. I know this was a lot, and to be honest, this topic goes into way more detail. This episode was intended to give you a basic understanding of estate planning, not a deep dive. When you're ready, you should consider building a team that can collaborate with each other to ensure your estate's plan can be executed smoothly. It's important that the chemistry between them and you is a good fit because they will each play a role that, if done correctly, can last generations to come. People to have in your team are a lawyer that specializes in estate planning, an accountant, a financial planner, a life insurance advisor, a banker, and a broker. What are your thoughts about estate planning? Do you think it's a necessary tool in your financial arsenal? Be sure to leave me a comment on my LinkedIn newsletter, Let's Talk Money. I'll leave the link in the description box. That's all I have for now. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. Until next time, I will talk to you later.